Hey, salutations, everybody. Here we are. Blacktop Smack Talk. We're here, episode eight. Eight. Eight it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the usual suspects on here. You know me, your host, Charlie Hustle. I got my man to the left, Sano. What up, Sano? What's up, everybody? Everybody. Hello. Everybody. Sano's here. And we got two call-ins, two special call-ins. We'll start with the better one, and that's Adam in the house. How you guys doing? What up? Mr. Adam, what's up, brother? How you doing over there? Man, I can't complain, man. All is well. All is well. Usually the three of us are all together in the same room, but we had some some issues today, some travel concerns. Um, And then we will save the worst for last. There he is. You guys hear him always rustling some papers in the background. Sneeze. Bruce. No, for once, that's actually not me wrestling papers in the background. But oh, it's, oh Adam. <laughs> glad, Adam glad, taking his notes. I'm glad to be here. So. Bruce deflecting, always deferring blame. It's all good. All right, well, like I said, we're episode eight, Blacktop Smack Talk. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since you guys have heard from us. A couple of us were out of town. We were on some vacations. Yeah. I got to go to, I got to, like I said in the last pod, I got to go to that uh, Lakers and Sixers game in Philly. And it was a doozy. Ooh. It was the Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Ingram got busy. Um, Simmons got. I mean, everyone played pretty well. Lonzo. Embiid. Lonzo was. Lonzo did his thing. He I was, was Embiid in person. Embiid was man. My buddy. He had never been to. He'd never seen Embiid yet, and he was like amazed at how talented he was, top to bottom. He couldn't. He was like, wow, man. I mean, he's a fan. Uh, he's a ridiculous player. Yeah, it was crazy. Lonzo Ball had that last drive, kicked it out to Ingram for the game winner. But just before that, Lonzo took a a rare ill-advised three that I thought was going to cost the Lakers the game. I didn't think he was going to take it. I don't know if you guys remember that three that he took. But I was like, oh, shit, he pulled up and clanged it. The way he's shooting, that's not a surprise. I'm surprised surprised he would take it. Oh, yeah, that he took it, I think it was under like 40 seconds. You know, ballsy move, though. Ballsy. Ballsy. (laughs) (laughs) Dragon ballsy. All right, guys. Well, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw any of the games. Uh, so it's Tuesday, uh, December, December 12th. December 12th, 2-12, 12 days before Christmas. No, 13. Something like day that. Day off. I celebrate Kwanzaa. Uh-huh. What day does that start? Yesterday. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, there were some good games. We we saw Lakers tonight versus the, the Knicks. They've been on TV a lot. A lot. Gosh, I know. You saw LeVar sitting courtside. How did he get those tickets? I know Adam was happy about that. He's sitting by Spud, or he was, you know, <laughs> showing love to Spike Lee. I thought you were yeah, about to say showing. Spud Webb. Nah. <laughs> Spud Webb. Sneeze, did you get to watch any of the game tonight? Uh, no, I didn't get it. I didn't get an opportunity to watch the uh, game tonight, but. You know, I checked it out on GameCast a little bit. You guys gave me some updates, um, but you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big Lakers fan, so I don't think I'm missing much. Mm, you know, they're they're finally becoming they're, coming around. They're, they're they're not completely hateable. They're interesting to watch too. They got a young. They got some good young talent on the team. We got to give them that. Kuzma. Kuzma's the man. Ingram's making strides. He He's looks strides. Night, he looks night and day from last year, right, Adam? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Ball actually played solid tonight. I'm still not sold on Randall, but nah. and, he, and he played in the fourth quarter. 
Oh, ball? Ball, dude. That's a, that's a big step yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. And overtime, yeah. Although Frankie Frankie Smokes went toe-to-toe Frankie, with him. Frankie Smokes was, was putting some clamps he on him. He matched him pretty much. Yeah, ball ball had better numbers, but I think Frankie Smokes might have had uh, the better game, more impact, more yeah, impactful. Yeah, I think he did more. I think he did more for the team. Plus, they won. And like I think Adam pointed out or Sano that ball wouldn't guard Frankie. No, that no. was kind of weird. No. It's kind of weird. We're gonna get into that a little bit later in the pod, but um, yeah, uh, there was a Cleveland game. That was, I mean, it wasn't a good game, but LeBron was doing his thing. I think he was like eleven for thirteen, twenty nine points, sixteen assists. Pretty, yeah, pretty efficient. It's a normal game for him. Yeah, just well, everyone was knocking down threes. Jeff Green was playing really well. He's really st- starting to step up. What are they at right now? Win streak. Well, they lost. Oh, they lost. That's right. They lost to the Pacers. That's right. They lost to the Pacers. Victor Oladipo. Right. I've been seeing you guys have been seeing those stats that Oladipo is averaging more points per game than than Paul George was last year. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. When they talk, when they had that trade. Everybody was saying how Indiana got robbed. Right. And I don't know if it looks like Oklahoma City might be getting robbed in this case, wow. especially if Paul George leaves. I know Adam doesn't like to hear that. What? Don't, Paul, su- don't, sleep, Paul George don't sleep on that. No, Paul don't George being outplayed by Oladipo. Oh, man, I'm not even worried about that. I'm not worried about him. He's just, Paul George is a solid third option. you got nothing to be worried about. I mean, he's probably been the best player on um, on – OKC, better than Most Westbrook, cons- huh? I mean, consistently. Consistently, Westbrook. It seems like he's trying too hard to get people involved. That's just, at least yeah. the beginning of the year. He was trying too hard to defer, but which is exactly what you think he wouldn't do, right? He's kind of out. Right. Of his, he's out of his element. Yeah, this uh, man. The shot selection is, is can man. It's so hard to watch, you know, and. I'm not an OKC fan by any means, by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm definitely, you know, a Paul George fan, and I like Westbrook and Melo, but these guys, man, Westbrook and Melo, holy cow, their shot selection is terrible. Right? Right. I think we said that. Didn't we say that at the beginning of the year? That could be one of the issues. Those guys' shot selection, getting them incorporated into the same offense. Right. Billy Donovan actually has to coach now. You can't yeah, just say give it to Westbrook and go do your thing. Now he's got to actually incorporate some other players. Right. And I and the crazy thing is it's their you know, it's not even their defense. Their defense is second in the league. It's it's their offense. Yeah. You know, they're in the offense, they're in the twenties. And you know, it's just you can tell by body language, it's like, you know, whose turn is it? Westbrook, you know, Westbrook yesterday he went Five straight ISOs when they got down double digits. Damn, five really? Straight ISOs. Yeah, and you know, Mel and Paul George was on the bench, and Melo never even touched the rock. It's. I mean, there, there's know. there's no flow to the offense. It's it's like they're it, they're working. They're either working too hard to get the ball to somebody. Like one of those guys is working hard to get the ball to somebody else, or they're just doing an ISO. You know, like right. there's no like natural flow. Right. No it's chemistry. You, all the assists are usually like one pass. Right. Where it's like someone makes a play and they make one pass to that person and that person has to shoot it. Where it's like, it's not like swing, swing, swing. You know, right. That guy, that guy has a shot, but then he up fakes, gives it to another guy for a better shot. It's more just like Westbrook or whoever will create and then kicks it to you. Right. And like you're open, but it's just that's the one pass of the possession 
for the shot. Right. Right. Like Westbrook will come down and be like, okay, I'm going to get Melo the ball. It'll be one pass to Melo, then Melo goes ISO. And he'll get you. He'll get to you. He might, he'll get you the ball, but I'm just saying there's no flow to the offense. Everybody else is standing right. around. Right. And, the, you know, the three of three of them are three of the, you know, worst four shooting players in the league efficiency. You know, they're they're shooting terrible. That's, and it's just, that's crazy. It's, it's, as a fan, you know, I, I'm, you know, like we said, hate the Thunder as a franchise, but I love Paul George. And it's just hard, you know, it's hard to watch, you know, it, you know, because he's killing on the defensive end, you know, he's first team all NBA defense this year, but for his offense, it's just, dang, it's just a step back. It's yeah, I mean, frustrating. maybe, maybe uh, KD was right when he made those from the burner account talking about the coach. When he yeah. was like, man, the coach, you know, he maybe doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Right. You know, now that he's playing for Kerr, and he maybe he sees someone that does know what the hell's going on. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, we'll, we'll swing it over to some other relevant news as of pretty much today, yesterday. Well, wait one oh. second. Do you guys think? Do you guys think they're going to be still be able to turn it around? I mean, we're only twenty six games in. I think there's too much too much talent on the team. I, I mean, turn it around how? Like they're not going to be like the number one seed, but. No, 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 no. I mean, they're out of the playoffs, but they're only, Sano, you said the other day, they're only, what, a couple games back of first in their division, right? Yeah, right. Like, they're they're not out of it by at all, and there's too much talent for them not to get, you know, they'll get a decent seed in the playoffs. I don't I don't know anymore if they'll get home, like, home court first round, but they'll be up right. there. And they'll, and they'll still See, be a team you don't want to play in the playoffs, I think. Right. I mean, I, I'm hoping, man, because – you know, I, I like all those players. Obviously, like I said, huge Paul George guy. But yeah, you know, I I, I I don't know if I'm I, saying I'm hoping. I, I don't know if I'm saying I'm hoping. I just I still can't root for those guys after they left Seattle. But. If, if they never really, right, right. yeah, if they never really I, totally get it together and they end up with the eight seed and then play the Warriors, that'd or they, be, that, or, see, well, Houston probably might get that one. Houston still. might get the one, but as long as we see a Warriors. Uh, Thunder playoff series, no matter when it comes, healthy, healthy, right? That's gonna right. be that's gonna be yeah. exciting to watch, no matter when. No, even if it's in the first round, it's gonna be one of those mm-hmm. you gotta tune into just because of the the hatred. So yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll turn it around. I think you know the fact that you know you, last game Melo bounced. Do they get fifty wins? No, 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 no. They no. They're mid. They're low to mid forties. I had him over crazy. fifty, low to mid forties. But you guys saw how Melo bounced before that's, the before the media. Do you think, they're, do you think they're gonna have a worse record than last year? Maybe. Maybe if they, they don't start pit, t- if they don't start getting it together, yeah. Take more, yeah. They're just taking more time to gel, figuring it out. What they finished last year? Forty five. Wasn't it forty seven? Was it forty seven? Might have been forty seven to thirty five. Because then they were the sixth seed. Right. Yeah. So forty seven. That's gonna be tough to get to. Actually, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that's crazy if they finish with a worse record than last year. You know, I think they're going to personally, you know, I just, you know, all the all the hate they're getting now, and then plus, like, all the people in Indiana, you know, talking all this noise about Oladipo is better than Paul George. You know, he's, no, you know, all this stuff, you know, Kevin Pritchard's liking tweets from, you know, where he was getting bashed, you know, He's, you know, he's he he's being hella petty and trolling, but whatever. I think they're gonna. I think Indiana will start to fade, and Oklahoma City will rise. Yeah, I'm, eventually. Maybe the teams might do that, but it's hard to argue that that 
Oladipo is not better than Paul George right now. At least the way no, he's they, playing. There's, there's just. I read an article today. Somebody in Indiana was saying he, you know, Oladipo is a better player overall. And I was like, I, I get like, you know, the hate, like you, you know, you don't like because you know he dipped out on Indiana, but dang, that's kind of a bold statement. It is. I mean, it's it's hard to argue. Right Ola, now. Oladipo's really doing his thing, and he deserves all the credit in the world. He's an he's an all star. Yeah, he should, and he's twenty three, twenty four game, right? And he's leading that team. Oh yeah, yeah, five hundred no, plus. Most, yeah, most improved all star. No, I I'm giving him all the credit, but to say he's better than a prove, you know, a three time yeah. all NBA player, a four time all star, I mean, I find that hard to, you know, you're a victim yeah. of the moment. Like I right. get it, but yeah. Um, no. I don't know. That's enough OKC talk for now. Right. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll check back on them when they uh, see what they get it together next time. Next time we meet up. Um, but yeah, I was going to bring up, you know, uh, the big news of yesterday and today. The high schooler and oh, his uh, college brother. Is this really what we're considering the big news? It's pretty big news, though. It's unprecedented to yeah, see right. someone that young. Um, 16 years old? Uh, yeah, the, the Ball brothers going to Lithuania. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has already heard about it. So we're not breaking any news to you. <laughs> no. We're going to give you our take on it. And it's a low-level league in Lithuania, right? So it's, what do they say? But, but, for, but it's actually, it's it's crazy for an American to go do this. I mean, this happens in Europe all the time. You know, Rick, right. Ricky Rubio was playing pro ball at 14. So it's, you know, it happens in Europe all the time. Right. No, it's not. That's not the fact that they're that he, that the uh, that he's a kid doing it. It's the fact he's an American. He's supposedly one of the most famous high school. What what his his dad called him the oh, most the famous agent? or the agent, the most famous high school basketball player ever. Right, going over to a, a lower level league in non- Lithuania, e- non English speaking village, uh, of, a village, of ten thousand people. Right, the gym. I think they said the gym holds fifteen hundred. Right. I mean that's smaller than a high school that's gym a here. Seattle high school basketball yeah. game. So we'll see how they do. They signed one year deals. They're getting five hundred dollars a month. I got. I know money's no object, but still, five hundred a month. Five hundred a month. And I heard that's not even guaranteed. The money's not guaranteed. I mean, they said that you know they might not even get paid because that team is like a defunct team. Like sometimes the, the money's not being paid out. I read the head. So that team has had one. American player, I think they said in the last like 15 years, and he only lasted a month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Goodman, ESPN, said he, he said, I give it a month. A month. He said the coach doesn't play Americans. He doesn't speak English because he can't talk to them. So I'm surprised they would even sign that they would even sign the balls, let alone the balls would sign there. But I don't think the balls had that many other options. It didn't seem like, they, it didn't seem like teams were coming crawling asking them to sign. That's for sure. A legit team's not going to ask a 16-year-old, you know, American to come over there and use one of their spots on a, on a. Right, because yeah, maybe if they like Rubio went pro at 16, maybe he doesn't count against the. Well, they have the import spots, right? Right, like the import roster yeah. spots. And so, if you're going to use this on a 16-year-old kid who's probably not going to play, that's a waste of a spot. Right. Leangelo, maybe I don't know. He's a little older, but still, not, you know. Nothing you can't find is in on the American. I don't know the American free agent wire. You know you're going to take a D leaguer or somebody over him. So I don't know. I think they they kind of overhyped themselves. So we'll see how they do in Lithuania though. They might do well. The lower level, right? Leader, you so. know, 
Yeah. Right. You know, I, I I don't wish anything bad upon nobody. But, you know, I, I think this is – I honestly think it's a lot better than these guys getting homeschooled – or not getting homeschooled, getting trained for, like, a few years and not playing any competition, you know, because right. that's what initially – that was the thing they were going to do with Melo was, you know, keep him at home and, uh, you know, he was going to be homeschooled and he was – just gonna um train you know and and play aau which does absolutely nothing well it's funny you, you know, bring that up because i was gonna say it's funny that lavar elected to go this route when he talked about my boys would do better if i train them if they're under my tutelage my boys will be better but apparently he's down to ship them out and i wonder if he's gonna go out there i mean it was kind of his idea but it's their dream to go he's play pro ball he should be out there in the village he's not gonna go out there there's no way so he might go out there and watch a few games here and there, but I don't think he's going to stay out there and live. Bruce, right? What's up? You got a take on anything? Um, I just, I disagree. I mean, I just don't like the move. Um, what do you think they should have done? I just, I, I mean, Leangelo, uh, I think she's stuck in school. I'm always a proponent of of sticking in the school and and playing for the pride of your local school or your community and stuff like that. And I, I agree with Adam that maybe, yeah, there's no real development at the AAU level, but you also have the high school team. You know, that's something I'm kind of disgusted about with youth basketball is there everything or just youth sports in general has become so uh, club AAU based that people forget yeah. about playing for your, your neighborhood school and the pride that you bring into the community. Right. Uh, right. So everything's about but, showcasing. Everything's yeah. about showcasing yourself. Not really so, about development. I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I get it. I get the move. Like, you know, go over there. I think it's like I said. I was fine with with um, with Jello going there because he had no real um, NBA projection as of right now. But I mean, Lamelo is like the number seven player in his class. I mean, guys that are top 10 to use their class have pretty good outlook or projection of perhaps being an NBA player down the road. So, I mean, the guy is still 16 years old. He's going to physically get better. So why don't you keep him in the States where he can get frequently looked at uh, by scouts and big-time programs, college programs, because he should be going to one in a year. Well, that that too was too late, even, too late for even, that. Well, well, well even yeah, that was, sure. even that yeah. was gonna be in question because he got his own shoe. Yeah, all of and, it was. And you know, just from reading, you know, the background behind it, I don't, I don't even think he was gonna be eligible to play college ball to begin with. So I well, think is no, yeah. I get what you're saying. Let's not forget though, and I love it. Remember he said, remember uh, Lavar said, I'll deal with the NCAA when I need to deal with that. So. You know, they were, I thought he was had all that bravado that he could deal with the Lamborghini and the own shoe and all that shit. You know, right, so, uh, right. But it is what it is. Well, Lavar just thinks he has an answer for everything. Yeah, I mean, he really thinks all three of those boys are going to play for the Lakers at some Lakers. point. D League, whether it's the G League or the Lakers. I mean, you can't control you can't the control Lakers their entire don't, career like that, but. You might be able to pull that shit off in college. You know, like the famous Demar Derozan got Lil Romeo on the squad. You know, and maybe the only reason Leangelo played for UCLA is because Alonzo. You know, it was like a package deal. But the the NBA, they don't give a shit. Like, oh, your brother's nice. We'll put your brother on. Yeah, they're they, not going to care. I mean, then Kevin Durant's brother would have played. He, I think he played for a G League team or something. 
J.R. Smith's brother, but he he wasn't terrible. Yeah, I mean uh, he can't. I know he's I know he's doing. It seems like a lot of this is probably for marketing purposes, and like PR, or whatever. He's not going to be able to obviously I mean, control their careers as they go. They're not all going to end up on the Lakers if any if the other two even make the NBA. Right. You know they could be lifelong yeah. overseas guys, or they could come back and play in the D League. Well, I, mean, I read from- today. I read today that um, they had a uh, uh, Lakers front office had a meeting with Lavar about needing to you know pump the brakes, cool it down a little bit as far as his remarks uh, on uh, Luke Walton and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I saw that. I saw I, that. I mean, how has that ever happened where a team's had to bring in the parent of a player? No way. To tell him to keep his mouth shut. I mean, maybe, maybe. Oh no, I don't think that. I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there have been some pretty involved parents, but not to this magnitude, to where it gets public. You know what I'm saying? I mean, say say uh, say Lamelo is like a. I mean, he 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 has a shot at going to the NBA. Say he's like a borderline, yeah, so. right? So he's like, I don't know if he'll be a lottery pick. Just say he's a borderline mid, late first round pick somewhere in there. So what we've seen from Lavar and Lonzo and how he's bad mouthing Luke Walton, how the teams had to bring him in to scold him, this could really hurt Lamelo's chances of getting drafted. I think at least for a first round pick, if he's on that like cusp, you know, of like twenty to thirty, twenty five, twenty, whatever pick in there. Team's gonna be like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take somebody else with less of a headache. Maybe we'll take a shot on Lamelo in the second round. They want to guarantee right. this guy a contract. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a lot of the stuff he does is hurting his well, kids yeah, in a long Basically, he, it's a form of baggage. You know, you right. can see if it's good baggage or bad baggage. It's you know? unnecessary baggage. That's what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. And teams don't want to deal with that shit if they don't have to. And right. if, you're, if you're already a fringe pro. They'll be like, well, we'll find someone else that maybe maybe right. isn't quite as good as you, but we don't have no issues. Like Lonzo Ball was a top two pick, right? So he, his he, talent is going to outweigh the baggage. If it comes to the other two, and I don't think, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but if they're on that, if they're on that cusp, the baggage is going to could sway them one way or another to say, hey, we don't want this kind Sano, of team. Sano, I think it depends on the market because um, it's, it's the show, man. It's all about entertainment. And if right. you're a, a low market team, you might you might be like, you know what? Let's 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 bring on the freak show because it's going to get fans out. Um, I don't think that. I don't think you, it will. You saw that? You Is it really going to get? So you tell, let's say he goes into New Orleans. Hold on, hold on. You and, saw that YouTube video in our um, in our group chat with the Laker fan talking about I love I love greatest day of my life meeting Lavar. Yeah, I mean, there's people out there. I know, like you and I, like we're not the the homer type fan that's just crazy but there's so many people out there that's all about that big ball brand i'm not saying like the warriors market charlie i'm just saying like you got them in in somewhere like atlanta orlando you know somewhere where it's just like i bet you some of those people were like hey it's about getting fans in the stand selling tickets but if so if you're but if you're if it comes to that and the, and say the the whole hypothetical we came up with is like he's a you know say he's the thirtieth pick LaMelo. Is he he's not gonna be figuring to play much anyway. That, that's it. Right? So it's not gonna he, he him himself is not gonna be a draw. If you're counting on Lavar, the dad, to be a draw a guy sitting in the stands to be a draw for your you know, for your fans, it's like I don't see how that I don't see how that like, you know, would come into the minds of a GM drafting. 
No, you know? I don't think it is, but I'm just saying it's just kind of a secondary benefit. I mean, obviously, you're going to make GM decisions on best fits for your basketball team, and we all agree that there's definitely some ability, some talent there uh, that he could be drafted down the road. Right. Um, and then you're obviously going to, like we said, factor in what baggage that brings, and I think some people are, might, some teams might be willing to deal with more of that baggage just because of the show that maybe might be brought in, the well, attention, the media attention that surrounds the thing is, it might be, uh, the balls right now. It could, be, it could be bad media because let's say he is a later pick and doesn't play. His dad's going to be instantly complaining coming for the coach. Right. And then it's just going to – And then it turns into negative. And then press. if the fans are going to be homers and be like big baller brand, then they're going to be like, oh, the coach sucks. Then that's going to be a headache for everyone in the organization. Yeah, you know? it's just, it just turns into negative baggage. And it turns into negative baggage for a player that's not even – it's not Lonzo Ball we're talking about. It, he might be. We're not saying he's not going to be. I'm just saying if he's on that edge of the first round, it's, you're taking on all this baggage for a player who's maybe in your rotation and maybe not. And all this because all this for a dad who's not on the court, he's in the stands. It's just the attention, you know, that's being brought to it. So – I don't know. It seems like you would take the risk, at least my opinion, you would take the risk for a guy like Lonzo Ball, who's highly rated, who's going to start, potential to be an all-star, whatever you want to say, then you take the risk. For a guy who's borderline rotation, if it comes to that, then I don't think, I mean, I think more GMs than not would say uh, we'll pass. Yeah, I mean, we won't have to cross that road for a couple years to see where they go. Right, we'll see what happens. And he he could end up being, you know, a top 10 pick. He could end up being a star. We don't know yet. He's only 16 years old, but. I'm so interested to see how this this stink goes. You know, I think with our next pod, we should interview some of our guys who, you know, some of our friends who have played overseas, who have played in Europe, who have played in Asia, you know, see what the, you know, what the brothers are going to expect out there, you know, because. It's a different type of game. Uh, in Europe, you know, it's a lot more physical. It's not as, you know, we, uh, you know, fast pace. It's a low scoring. It's, you know, it's team-oriented ball. And I'm interested to see how these guys, from the way they've played in AAU and their high school, how that will translate over to an actual team setting. They don't look like they play team-oriented ball, that's for sure. No, not at all. Right. It's just it's just kind of chaotic, you know, and you know, I'm I'm intrigued. I, I would really love to see how it turns out, you know. Like I said, hopefully it works out well for them, you know, but we'll see. We'll see how if they're going to be able to, to handle it, so to speak. Right. Well... Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I think Jello is the type. He he's probably one the one that I you know I don't even think he'll be invited to like maybe summer league. No, I think know, this, maybe this his, might be his career. May, this might be yeah, the real start of his career overseas. Which which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with playing Not at all. 10, 12 years overseas. Not you know, at all. making a nice, you know, traveling the world. You know, getting paid to play the game you love. Why not? Exactly. Know? Not at all. You're in the position of there's so many guys out there that want to, you know, be in your shoes. You know, why not? So I, I mean, I hundred percent agree with you. I just, I just don't know how they're, I don't know how the Ball family is thinking about this. They're not thinking about this as obviously. I mean, this might be all talk. They're thinking about how they're going to get to the NBA. They're That's, not thinking. Right. They're not thinking about 
preparing for a career overseas, you know? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this will be a, a, a long something, – Something to watch over I the next I think LeVar years. Ball is going to be in our lives for a long time. I don't, I don't know if that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. But uh, speaking of someone who's been in our lives for a long time, we're going to talk about uh, one of the potential MVP candidates of this year, and that's Sano's King, the KD? King from Akron, the Akron Hammer, the LeBron Ramon James. The Akron Hammer. We're going we're gonna to talk about uh, LeBron wow. kind of versus Harden. The Akron Hammer. LeBron versus Harden. And we all kind of feel that they're the top two MVP uh, candidates right now. Giannis had an early push. It's kind of tapered off a little yeah. bit. You know, Porzingis had his good eight games. He's still he's still killing it, but he's not really MVP worthy. Uh, after the Cavs went on that, he could play himself in there. Porzingis, Porzy? yeah, but they're not going. The be, Knicks have to keep up. They got to keep be winning. Like good, or they, good. They've been struggling yeah. lately, but but yeah, the, the Cavs went on that 13 game win streak. I thought it was going to go longer. They they tricked that one off to the Pacers. Adam was like, you know, they could lose to the Pacers. Like I was like, they could, yeah, but. They've been playing good ball, but, um, you know, really they've just been outscoring teams. They haven't necessarily played, like, all of a sudden great defense. They're still giving up probably 105 to 110. Mm-hmm. They're just – LeBron's just looking for his shooters, and guys are knocking them down, you know. Yeah, but, um, and the second they stop knocking them down, they're going to get another one of those losing streaks. It's kind of how the Cavs go, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, well, guys are starting <laughs> to fill in their roles. Green's starting to play good. Crowder, gonna, Crowder's coming along. They're going to get IT back shortly, hopefully. I mean, that's going to – be interesting in itself but you know d wade is established as the backup point guard you know he's anchoring that second unit he's been scoring well and efficiently so let's right now before we get into the further discussion on this do you guys have a clear cut if if you had to pick between the two man yeah i'll say harden i would say harden too soften you mean james soften (laughs) oh man harden you know, if I had to choose, they have the best record in the NBA. Going with that's James why, Harden, I, I think that's. I'm going to choose one of the Jameses. That's why I would give. <laughs> oh, James Jones. Ooh. No, it's uh, for me. It's yeah, it's Harden right now. Harden. It's, it's got to be. And he, and he just plus he hasn't won one. He deserves it. That's for but, sure. But, but he came up against a well-deserved Curry. Uh, the last time, um, Bruce's guy, um, Steph Curry, rotten Curry. I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. But continue, continue, Adam. No, but I was gonna say my butt is LeBron at you know thirty three. He'll oh he'll be thirty three the end of this month, year fifteen, averaging twenty eight eight and eight. Mm-hmm. That's and you're leaving crazy. out you're leaving out the biggest stat, which is like fifty seven percent from the field. 57 from the field, 41 from three, 70, almost about 77 from the line. What's crazy is if you go look at the leaders in the NBA and field goal percentage, it's like Drummond, Stephen Adams, Hassan Whiteside. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, LeBron James. Right. All big men and then, and then LeBron. It's like, then yeah. it's him. Then it's like you know Dwight Howard and a bunch of other guys. You're like, how the hell? This guy shoots four, five, six threes a game. And, you know, like tonight, I think he had like 28, 29, 16 assists. I don't know, six, seven boards, but he was 11 for 13 from the field. So, yeah, he was – I mean, it was against the Hawks. So, they're they're crummy, real crummy basketball club. I mean, he's going to – I hope – I, 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 Adam's going to be surprised to hear this. I hope he doesn't wear out in, before they hit the playoffs. 
We've never seen any sign of him really we haven't, wearing it. We haven't. But li- like you said, he's gonna t- he turns 33. And, and the, the level finals the, he wore out. The level he did in the finals, Me- He yeah. mentally wore out. That was what I'm a, saying. That wasn't a physical thing. Physically or mentally. I hope he doesn't wear out because I do want to see him back in the finals. I want to see. I wanna, they need to get swept again. Well, stop you. Hey, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> shit, stop, shit, Stop it right there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, no, that was, uh, I mean. I do want to see a rematch is what I'm trying to say. I want to see a rematch of Cavs-Warriors one more time. Well, they have to get by the Celtics first. And the, and the Warriors have to get past the Rockets. So, What's the Rockets' and win the streak at? 11? And the Spurs. Huh? The Rockets' win streak, is that at 10 or 11? The Rockets. I'm pretty sure it's 11. I think it's, won, I think it's 10. 10. They've won every game since CP3 got back. So they're really starting to gel. Starting to get it together. Chris Paul's playing a little off ball better than he was initially. And then when he gets the ball, he's he's at, you know he's that second elite point guard on one team. You know, you don't usually see a lot of elite point guards. You know, unless you have like Darren Collison or something, right, Adam? You compare Darren Collison uh, with a lot of these guys. You have two elites on one team. Nah, I thought you were gonna say Darren Williams. I would rather, nah, I that's would the better Darren. I would rather have Bruce as my point guard than Darren Collison. I don't know. I think. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Bruce has ran the point. To to uh, upgrades in my career, don't hate. Oh no, I'm I'm, Ooh, I'm showing you Keith. love, and I'm Darren Collison's weak. He's actually having a great year. Uh, Darren Collison's a solid point guard in the NBA. Adam, what's your problem with him? Okay, we're wasting way okay. too much time. <laughs> no, no, we'll keep we, we, we will keep it pushing. But, but uh, no, uh, back to the Rockets. No, the Rockets are are playing well. It's it Harden if he's slipping a night. CP3 obviously is there to pick it up. He's never had that. He didn't have that. And so uh, I know Sano just mentioned about worrying about a little bit last time about LeBron losing gas. Well, Harden obviously lost gas in those playoffs uh, last year, but oh, he won't time. this year. He, he won't that, this year. He had that dud game that everybody was like, that came out of nowhere. We should have expected it, but at the time it came out of nowhere. I think, yeah, Harden is the only player this season to have 20 points in every single game. So that's impressive. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's an man, stat. on the he, what's impressive is Houston is twelve and one on the road. Wow. What I was gonna say, um, talking about Houston, obviously you think of offense, 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 but their defense is actually pretty good. You know, every guy, everyone's just playing their roles, and they're just they're containing guys. Um, but yeah, I think they're. I don't know that some of the defensive metrics. This is like top five in the league. I don't know if. Their points per game defensively is that high, but like their defensive rating is really high, which is a surprise for a D'Antoni team and a team with James Harden, you know. But, you know, Ariza plays D. You know, Chris Paul played D. Capella's going to play D. But Eric Gordon, he was good last year, and he's better this year. And he's just – he's a major push for them too, coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, – they, I mean, they look like a team – I mean, you know, before it was like, oh, the Warriors got it. Maybe the Rockets will be cute, but they look like they might be a, give the give the Warriors some trouble. Oh, I think so. Like a legit ass series. I'd like to see how Vegas would would point that would would put that out there because that'd be a fun series to watch too. Random stat: yeah. Clint Capella shooting sixty seven point seven percent from the field. <laughs> That's crazy. Jeez. That's crazy. My my only worry about Houston and 
is their depth. You know, they're not as deep as Cleveland. They're not as deep as goal, obviously Golden State. And I think, you know, D'Antoni only plays about eight to nine guys max. You know, their end of the bench is real, real dicey. So if they can upgrade towards the deadline or buyout season, then that would be huge for them. You know, I think they need like another a third ball hand, ball handler behind CP and Harden. A, th- a third because, ball you know, handler? I mean, well, you can't. No. You got two elites. You don't was, need another. I was say, Adam, you think they need a third point guard? Yeah. So those guys don't wear out. You know, isn't you know, that why you got CP three in the first place? Is so Harden wouldn't wear out, and likewise, and, and vice versa. So CP three wouldn't wear out. You think I'm just saying. Each other? I'm saying. I'm saying it's kind of like what Tibbs is doing to these guys in Minnesota right now. These guys are playing a lot of minutes. I just, you know, the longevity of it, you know, and plus, you know, CP's been injury prone. You know, when when Harden goes out, you know, CP's out, you know, just some for insurance, you know, insurance purposes. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm saying, because you look at the guys at the end of their bench, just super unproven. So just some insurance. That's all I'm saying. So you guys can all fucking relax. You know who's available as a veteran third point guard? <laughs> Oh man, I think about that all the time. How, how <laughs> bet good you he would do. look in Rocket Red or or Warrior Blue. Abdul Gaddy, right? That's what I was thinking. Who are you thinking of, Adam? Um, Bruce <laughs> Bruce Jackson. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's... oh, thank you. Abdul hey, Gaddy would be a hell of an ad to any NBA team right now. I mean, he. <laughs> I don't Isaiah, know how he's a free Isaiah, agent. Isaiah Thomas loved him. Bet you do, but why would he not love him on the Cavs? Right. Killer. They should pick him hey, up immediately. I mean, Killer. Speaking of available, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe D. Rose comes available to be picked up later on this year. Man. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a question how you kind of asked earlier, are the Thunder going to get it together? And I guess this could be the, the, the bar. Are they going to get it together enough where they don't have to trade anybody at the deadline? Oh, they're definitely making. They are you talking make a about deal. the Thunder? They're, yeah. they're definitely making. The Thunder got to make so, a deal. No, but making a deal of giving away one of those three guys. Oh, oh. no, I don't think so. Because think, you know they're gonna, they're scared they're gonna lose Melo. They're scared they're gonna lose they, they George. Would, they would have to fall off a lot. So that's what I'm saying. Or just maintain like this. I mean, they're close to 500 right now, right? Yeah. Let's say at the trade deadline, they're still under 500. They're not in the playoffs. Then you're like, shit. We're not doing nothing. We got to trade Paul George for somebody. So if they're like oh, that, yeah. the trade deadline's in February, right? So if they're like right. that in February, that means they got what two months left in the season. About and if they're under five hundred at that point, that's what I'm saying. Because Adam asked the I question. S- I still think they're. Can they get it together? I still think they, like their mentality will be that they, they just have to get into the playoffs. And right. then, they okay. can, then they can, you know, so if they get enough. in. Anything can happen with that team with that talent. Fair they enough. They can end up clicking in the playoffs. That's. I mean, that they might not. I don't. I don't know if they will. But that that can be the thought when you have three superstars like that. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be tough. It's gonna take a lot for them to give up and trade one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I, if if anyone's to go, it's it's Paul George. Right. Because he's Definitely. he's the one that they're you know that everybody's talking about leaving anyways. He's on the one year deal, basically. Oh, I, so. I, I I it's honestly hard for me to see him coming back next year anyway. You say you still thinking Lakers? I I don't uh, with the way they're playing this year. I highly doubt that, especially if LeBron doesn't go. So I don't know. It's up in the air right now. So 
Right. We'll save. It. We'll, I, save I, we'll save that. I, we'll I, save the almost, Paul George for another pod. Yeah. Right. I just want to get Adam. To, I just wanted to see if he's going to turn into a Laker fan next year. You know, they got my guy Clark. So I show him a little bit of love. If if they have Paul George and Clarkson on the same team, you have to be a Laker fan. Oh, man. Gosh. I wouldn't be a Laker fan. Um, We'll worry about that when it happens. So we're talking about about Harden. We're talking about LeBron. We're all kind of going with Harden right now. Um, No, you're you're not. Shut up. Charlie wants to pick LeBron. I know. I picked Harden. You want to pick LeBron, though. No, you wanted to pick KD. Hey, KD's making a push no, right but now he, with Curry out. It's crazy because you know who's you know who's not even mentioned as a really as a as an MVP candidate and probably should be is Kyrie. Yeah, they they still have the most wins in the league. He's he's definitely in the conversation. But you don't really hear about it. It's mainly it's most of the analysts are saying LeBron well, and Harden. Well, it's because yeah, that's and true. Then, and then the, real quick, you guys saw what happened in that last Boston Celtics game when he wasn't there. They yeah. got smashed by the fucking Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had they didn't know That's what to, right. they, they didn't even know how to play basketball without Kyrie. Right. He's like, it was kind of weird how when remember how all the numbers like when LeBron didn't play the Cavs never won, you know. Yeah. But then you know, and it was like so can't that was that was the the numbers that people use that Kyrie can't lead a team because he never led the team when LeBron was out. But the team was built around LeBron, so it was different. But now this Boston team is kind of built around Kyrie. Yeah. So when he, when he's not there, they don't look right. He does. He definitely deserves to be in the conversation. He will be in the conversation at the end of the year. Right. Yeah, do, he's gonna get a lot of votes. Does who who finishes with a better record, Cleveland or Boston, when it's all said and done? Boston. Boston. Oh, uh, Boston, Boston. I, I don't because I, uh, because of the you know of them having to incorporate. I you know personally, I think it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate it. Yeah, I think yeah. he's he's gonna bring more firepower offensively. He's a good shooter. Does he start? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's starting for sure. He starts? Oh, 27, for sure. 28 a game last year. So who's the starting lineup then for the Cavs when he comes back? Uh, Him, ITJR, LeBron, Love, and Jay Crowder, right. I guess. And then we'll see whenever, a, whenever Tristan comes back. Not, Tristan's off the bench. They're playing good without Tristan because he doesn't. He can't shoot. He so yeah, they right. just got all shooters in there. But yeah, so the Cavs yeah, they were on that hot streak and they might they might roll off another ten games. But that's what I'm saying is they the Cavs might just keep winning these games. I think it's gonna be close record wise. Yeah. But I still think I agree. I think Boston I think Boston's gonna finish with a better record. But I do think I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs were right there. All right. You know, battling for home court advantage. So real quick, all this talk we've been having about MVP candidates, and we didn't even mention that a usual MVP candidate just returned and played his first game. Of the season today, Kawhi Leonard's back. Mm-hmm. Kawhi it's always Leonard good to see Kawhi back. Leonard back. I say he was doing some karate. <laughs> yeah, you guys see him getting uh, breaking yeah, the boards. Yeah, I saw. It. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so he's back. You know, so what is that? You know, he's obviously not going to be MVP candidate after missing the first twenty something games. No, but, I think uh, he's missed too much of the season. But he's right. still going to be this. The Spurs, they kept like, they kept that record up while he was out. I mean, shoot, you know, nineteen and nine or right. nineteen and eight without you know without him, that's super impressive. Right. So they're getting back an MVP. They're going to be another team that you got to watch out for. The only thing I could see happening is what's going to happen with Lamarcus Aldridge. Is he going to go back to the Spurs, the Lamarcus Aldridge of last year when he played with Kawhi, or is this because he was the, the finally the focal point of an offense again? So. Oh man, that's a great call. Oh, be Lamar- be the focal point. He's Lamar- going to be the. He'll be fine. 
he'll be fine. He'll be the vo- the focal point for now because Ka- Kawhi's on a on a minutes restriction. Right, he's on a fifteen minute yeah. minute restriction. They'll ease him back and in. Saw it tonight. But when they're when they're playing, when they get too close to the playoff time, and they lost tonight to one of the worst teams in the NBA. Did they lose to Dallas tonight? Yeah. They lost to Dallas, but that's because J.J. Barrera got, got hot in the second, in the fourth quarter. But, and, Ka- and Kawhi didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. Well, Kawhi hasn't he played at all all year, so that doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying uh, Kawhi actually did pretty good. I mean, for 13 points in 16 minutes? Right. That's, that's not bad. That's not, not bad. That's not bad. I mean, he always, he was, all he was playing was the first five minutes of the first three quarters. That's pretty good. Right. Um, right. But uh, I think I think Kawhi is the type of player, and Popovich can sell this, that if, if L.A. is in the right mindset and L.A. is playing pretty well, um, uh, very, very well, that I think Kawhi would be the type of player to maybe go through L.A. deep and deep later on in the regular season or in, in the you know beginning of a playoff run I, to keep keep the flow of what what's going on with them right now because they're having success i can see you see uh, continuing to play through lamarcus alders and have Kawhi as kind of your second option oh santa would love that you know for those for our listeners santa is a huge huge lamarcus alders fan one of my favorite players i got him on my fantasy team <laughs> <laughs> No, Lamarcus is doing his thing. I don't hey. know if they was. I don't know if they would actually run the offense through him because it's proven that they can run it through Kawhi and be successful. Yeah, I mean that game when they were torching the Warriors in that one game of the playoffs, and then everything, and then Kawhi got hurt and shit fell through the roof. The Zaza play and Clay got busy. Yeah, Clay always gets busy. Clay always changes. He's the one that he's the reason why they won that Thunder series two years ago, and why KD ended up in Golden State. He saved that Thunder series. Clay's done some amazing shit, man. Yeah, he really has. But, yeah, that's your typical warrior, though. They're always doing amazing shit. Yeah, I don't know about all that shit. <laughs> a, ga- a gazing shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Spurs—you know—they're always going to be there. The Spurs are always going to be. Um, but, Ka- but I think Kawhi's just a franchise player, so I'm pretty sure they—they'll they, always kind of run it through him. If, he's a, if I, I mean, had to guess, he's a perennial MVP candidate, right? And he's defense defensive monster. Yeah. So, no, it's going to be the, what the, again as usual the Western play, the Western Conference playoffs. There's going to be a lot of good matchups. Houston, a lot of good well, it's Houston, watch. Golden State, San Ann. After that, I don't know. And we, I, I mean, may, they met in OKC still. Right. Even if they even if they don't up there record wise, they're still going to be a fun series to watch with they, whoever they right. play. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking right here. Cleveland's only two and a half back of Boston right now, so. You never know. That's that's probably going to stay pretty close to that the whole year. Yeah, and San Antonio is only three and a half back of Houston, of Houston, who's only a half oh, right. game ahead of Golden State. Yeah. Dang. So that yeah, one. I don't know how Pop does it, man. I don't know how he gets these guys. He's like role player. I mean, he's got like like he just utilizes Brent Forbes, Kyle Anderson, Baby Boy. Like I don't. He just gets these guys. Playing, well, right? Yeah, it's crazy. He's been he's been doing it for a long time. That's just such a great system, you know. It'd be it would be very intriguing to see a star go out there, you know, the star sign with the team, with that team, you know, like okay, Aldridge was like a perennial all star, but I'm talking like like a megastar. I mean, 
like a like LeBron or James Harden like, or Westbrook uh, or somebody. Right. Right. Or who's a free like Cousins or like Paul George. Paul One George. of those like huge, huge or names. Victor Oladipo. Oh. <laughs> Future MVP yeah, Victor Oladipo. But since we're talking about who's better, Oladipo and George, we can get into uh our last topic for the pod. We're gonna we're not gonna try and have this one go as long as uh as we have in the past, so We'll break it into our, our our last topic here, Adam, and I think you'll lead us off with this. So, so what we did as a as individuals of the BTST team, we broke down our top ten players of the season thus far. I mean, I actually I did a list of twenty five, but Santa was bitching and crying about it, so we just reduced it to ten. Hey, so, all, all I said was we could talk about twenty five top twenty five players for hours. We'd be talking to right. our next pod. Well, Santa would have all And, and I don't want to hear about how you put D-Will in your top 25 either. <laughs> yeah. Or Bibby. Well, well, Charlie would have, you know, Aaron Gordon up Woo! in his top five. AG. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, and Sneeze would have Curry number out one. of the top 20. He'd have Curry number one. Sneeze would, ha- Sneeze would have Dylon. Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so I think. You know, we're just gonna go over, kind of like our one through ten, and you know, we'll we'll. So are we you know, are we are we doing like a one through ten best players? We're we doing like a one through ten MVP list. No, one through ten uh, best players in the NBA oh. right now. Best players in the NBA. Right. Is it best are players they, or, or who's had I the best I, season? Who's best had the best season? season? I no. Yeah, the, I thought who's who's playing the yeah who's had the best season. That's. I mean, that's right. what I interpreted as. Right. So not necessarily numbers only, right? Like, there's we're just going overall best season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this would be most likely your 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 top ten basically MVP candidates. This right. Season. Okay. 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 So that's what I was thinking. Okay. So yeah. That's what I was thinking. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're still we're fucking bickering. Still told you, Adam, with you, one another. Can you imagine we can do this for twenty-five players? <laughs> oh, oh, I'd love it. I would love it. <laughs> Debating Charlie for for all this. Oh, it would be fun. He would get fired up. I'm ready. I'm already fired up. <laughs> I don't think we all so, need to. Sh- we're not all going to share our list. We're going to have you share yours, and then I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pick it apart. We're not all going to. Sh- we're not. We're not all sharing a list. I mean, well, I guess. Oh, you're just you, you fucks are just going to pick my list apart. Well, we go, I mean, sharing. Ten times four is going to be a lot. That's, that's, uh, okay, so, right. so basically one and two. Right. We already went over one and two. Yeah, one and two was LeBron and Harden. I I think to uh, you know that's pretty much spoken for. Three for me is a uh, Giannis. Yep, I'm there. I'm with uh, you. Uh, four is Kevin Durant. Uh, he's like fifteen for me. Oh, Wait, we're talking get about him. We're talking about him, or is his uh, other personality? His other personality is the MVP candidate too. The one? No, he got kicked out of two games. I'm taking him down a notch. <laughs> now KD's, KD's right there, without uh, question. So, so that was what, and then after that, what was that? Four, five is Curry. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Missed a few right. games yet lately, but still. Right, and but he was playing. He, he was, he playing was really well. Good, yeah, he was playing well. Yeah, he was playing. He was putting up some good numbers. So six is Kyrie. Kyrie after after Steph Curry. I'm surprised, Adam. I was, I mean, I, Kyrie I, was your I, preseason I, MVP pick. He was, but I'm also a realist, and I understand like you know Curry's shit. He's 
the best point guard in the league. I, and he's playing like it. So I, I give credit where credit oh, is due. I'm glad you finally came around. It's our reality. Look, first of all, Charlie and me were the first ones to ever discover Steph Curry. So everyone, but then, but then when, we, he came, we, but when he came mainstream, that's when Charlie jumped off, jumped off the bandwagon. I dropped him off, man. I, I couldn't stand all these leeches latching onto my guy. <laughs> well, for taking pleasure in what I discovered, that was Adam. because he took he took Jeremy Lin's spot on the Warriors. Right. That's the real, real backstory. Mm. Nah, but anyways, okay, so. Seven is Cousins. Okay. Oh man, Cousins is balling. New Orleans is, is right there too. But that's where oh, that's where. Okay, hold, hold, hold okay. Hold on, just let me let, let me finish, and then you guys can you know we can Go we can talk it. about it. Go Eight it. is AD. Okay. Oh, back to back teammates. Or I'm sorry, n- nine is AD and ten is Embiid. Yeah, see, that's my guy, Embiidy. I kind of want to put so, Embiid ahead of those guys. Really, I do. I feel like I he's. Do I too. feel like he's putting just belief. He's a leader. He's taking a team that's been shit and uh, making it sugar. From shit to sugar. Yeah. Wow. You didn't put Lillard in there. I don't know. Huh? It's tough. It's like it's like I think Harden's having a better season than LeBron, but I do think LeBron's a better player. Still. You know, but in terms of this season, yeah, you, I have to go with Harden, right? Yeah. I think that's a good that's a good list, Adam. But I think you got most of the players in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's one guy I want to put in there that you left out. I, there's one guy I, I'd put in there too, but it's like where do I put him? And I know we're talking Ooh. about the same as Russell. I I, I wasn't even going to oh, put Westbrook. I was going to put Westbrook in there. I wasn't. I mean, Westbrook would have been top fifteen for me. It's crazy. He's the MVP. I'm not saying that you're crazy, but. He was the MVP last year, and he's still putting up crazy numbers, but they're just not quite the same as last year, obviously. You want to go through your list? Huh? Oh, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, you, are Bruce you going next? Bruce, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, showed you, I showed your guy Cousins hello love and no response um, out of you. Yeah, I'm just going to get – yeah, I'm just going to, you know, make it easier for us listeners. But I'm just going to read my one through ten. I know you guys got yours. Um, you can comment a little later, but – uh, one as far as just right now, currently, this is what I got. Uh, Harden, uh, one, LeBron, two, Kyrie, three. I beg to differ that Charlie said he, uh, Kyrie was getting all the MVP talk when they were on their win streak. It's just died down a little bit because the Cavs just took in the spotlight. Um, four, Giannis, five, KD, six, Embiid, uh, seven, DeMarcus, eight, DeRozan. Who's Nine that? Curry, and then ten Westbrook. Hmm. DeRozan, I like that one. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that one. The man, quietly they've been playing pretty well. The Raptors, they before yesterday when they lost to the Clippers, they won like seven straight. Who? Oh, the Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. Right. I might put yeah. Bradley Beal ahead of fucking DeRozan. Bradley Beal is not a bad, not a bad option either. But DeRozan does his thing. I mean, he's just he's he he same every year, man. He just comes with it. Yeah. All right, Charlie, you gonna go? You want me to go? Go ahead. All right, I think we all have Harden number one. Harden number one, obviously. Uh, LeBron number two. He's still playing well. Three got to put Giannis. Mm-hmm. Adam, I think we're I think we're neck and neck right now, but. Four, uh, KD, 
always. He's always going to be up there. Uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> five was Curry. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry. I had Kyrie. I was going to put Kyrie ahead of Curry. Better season wise. Yeah. Fuck? For this season, the way he's leading that team, I got to put Kyrie ahead of him. Then even, Curry. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. Just even though his numbers don't like scream MVP. I wasn't. That's how I said. I'm not going to go just strictly off numbers. Oh, okay. Okay. This is just okay. what I think. Like the MVP. Okay. Race no, no, no. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Best season so far. Right. So, so Curry was number six, I think. Or, um, uh, number seven, I was going to put, I had Joel Embiid. This, this is doing right. his thing. Uh, number eight, Victor Oladipo. Oh, wow. He's okay. Playing, he's playing too well to ignore. Plus, he's got Indiana competing. Uh, number nine, DeMarcus. DeMarcus Cousins. And uh, number 10 was AD. Hmm. So, the, the Pelicans back to back. I wanted to put... Uh, I was going to put Porzingis in there, but AD's Yeah, having... that's what I was about to say. None of us had Porzingis in there. I, wanted... I thought of well, him at 10. I thought about I him at 10, like, too. Uh, I have five guys that weren't on my list that were kind of like the next five. Yeah. I had, I had L.A., Drummond, uh, Porzingis, Damian Lillard, and Bradley Beal. I was surprised no one, I'm surprised no one put Lillard. Surprised I'm, surprised no one put you got, I'm surprised you got all those guys over Wessel Westbrook. He's, he's averaging twenty three no, nine and nine. He's having a good season. Chuck, Chuck Westbrook was my ten. Oh, you didn't okay. hear me. Yeah, he was in my ten. He was my tenth guy. I mean, twenty three nine and nine. He's right there. If someone didn't do what he did last year, twenty three nine and nine, cats would be tripping about. Yeah, be like wow, somebody might have a triple double, but he averaged thirty one, eleven and ten last yeah. year. He's, yeah. having, he's having a down year for Westbrook. Wins. It's because of wins. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we, they're underachieving. Right, they're underachieving. Right? How many wins did the Pelicans have? I mean, I know they're they have 14, more than the Thunder. They're, four, they're 500, 14 and fourteen yeah, right I mean, now. They're still better than me. Yeah, I mean, Thunder. but still, that's not like they're really, you know, tearing the roof off. Yeah. All right, let's hear right. it, Charlie. I mean, my, my my list is basically the same as yours, Sano. But I'm really? not putting all the depot. I got I got Russell in there. Oh, you put instead of? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. I mean, you can't go. Uh, I mean, you know, with seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, it's all going to be pretty close, you know. Right, and you can put Westbrook. You can, Westbrook's obviously a top ten, if not top five player in the league. But just based on right. the seasons they're having now, right? Yeah, you know. no, that, that's that's the thing that kind of hurt me. I, if I think he was like twelve on my list, because I think Porzingis was right. Porzingis was eleven, and then Russ was twelve for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this can and this can for me this can change, you know, in like a month. This might be a little different. Based right. on it, if the Thunder get it together, they start winning. Yeah, the t- the toughest thing for me was who do I have? Like, you know, they were going to be whatever it was, you know, three A, three B, or four A, four B. It Was was Kyrie and Curry? Yeah. You know, who do I have in front of the other? And I mean, it's you know, you could put yeah, those are two as interchangeable. You know, right? Apples to oranges. Right. I so mean, I would probably go Kyrie because he's he's uh kind of doing it alone. In a sense. Yeah, that's why I put him ahead of Curry right, right now. Man, I had Al Horford up there in in what then I think he was fifteen. He was top fifteen for me. Wow, it's too bad the the injury bug at the Clippers. I'd love to have Blake up there. You know. Oh, Blake was, yeah, Blake was, you know, twenty four, eight, and five. But yeah, man, the the Embiid thing. It's just he's making. I know he's missed a few games with with rest and injury, but uh, I mean, man, he's. He's making a big deal on defense, a big difference on defense, offense. He, yeah. When they need buckets down the stretch, they go to him. He gets them. He hits free throws. 
He hits threes. I mean, he's doing it all. I was I was going to ask who the Sixers MVP would be this year, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. But Gosh. I think it's kind of – I think everybody's kind of – I mean, it's it's a tough one, but I think you might lean towards Embiid. I don't know what the record right. – what's their record without – I don't know. We have to look this up. But I wonder what their record is without Embiid. Yeah. Since he sits out those, you know, some of those back-to-backs. Right. Wow. What's yeah, crazy yeah. is I was looking at stats today. I didn't realize, you know, uh, Simmons is second in the league in steals. Oh, Ben Simmons behind, is second in steals? Yeah, behind Paul yeah. George. I guess that's what happens yeah. when you put a 6'11 fast player on the perimeter all game. Running your point. Right. What's crazy, what's crazy about that steal stats is that the top two guys are both, you know, 6'9", 6'10", athletic, you know. Wings. Guy, you know, wings. Right. You know, usually it's like it, it was Rondo or Chris Paul or Tony Allen. Gary you know, Payton. Guys, Shit, Michael Jordan. Gary even. Payton. Right. Guys like that. But now it's like, you know, I mean, this year at least it's guys were long and freaking big, bigger. You right. Know, for, it's the new NBA. The, yeah. It's crazy. But who, who, who's, uh, who's, who's fifth in steals right now? Who's what? Who's fifth? Fifth in steals? No one, yep. no one fucking fifth. knows that shit. Fifth in steals, baby. James uh, Harden. Oh, there you go. That's that's a good thing, you know. He probably Harden. gets those Olays where he kicks it, he knocks it out from behind. Well, yeah, really quick, well, one last oh, thing right. we were kind of talking about earlier before before we wrap it up, we're getting to our time. Was Adam brought up how how you know we're talking about Harden playing D there. But how how it just seems nowadays that a lot of these players don't guard each other. You know, we had a couple examples recently, but like today, it was tonight. Right, Lonzo, Lonzo we, Ball and Lonzo Frankie. Ball was not guarding French Frank. He and was guarding the, Doug McDermott or Courtney and Lee, Brand, and Brandon Ingram was guarding French Frank. Right, and then the other game, after was, they've had actually some beef, well, not real beef, but Carl Anthony Towns wasn't guarding Embiid. See, I think that one's weirder than the ball one. Yeah, because you would think it was Taj. It was Taj Gibson, and I, you know, I thought it was just uh, they just might have got switched, but no, it was pretty much a lot of the game. You know, Gory Dang or uh, Taj Gibson was guarding Embiid. I was like, bro, but, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I guess, Adam, I guess it I makes get, sense. But I, I, I get it, I get it, but. I'm just like, dude, where's the competition? Right. But Adam, I guess from can, a coaching standpoint, Adam, Towns is not your best. Anyway. He, I know. I, Towns is the worst, he's one the of the, worst <laughs> defensive big in the league. Right. And Gibson's I, I know, a solid but, defender. So is Dang. But don't you want to, like, have a, you know, don't you want to, like, challenge yourself? You no, know, I get I, it. I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, I, from a coaching standpoint, I, I can see why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. From a coaching standpoint. Plus, you don't want to get Towns in foul trouble. Like I see why they do it. I just you're right though. It takes away from that kind of the competitive, you know. But yeah, there's a lot more examples. Like you know, you watch these games on League Pass, and you think that the matchup, and the, usually it's guys that play the same position. It's not like right. oh, I'm saying Joel Embiid versus you know Oladipo, right? It's right. like yeah, guys that play the same position yeah. aren't guarding each other. Like back in the day, if Jordan played Drexler, you know they're guarding each other. If Stockton played GP, they were going head up. You know, right? And that, if Mark know, Price was guarding John Stockton, studs. Right. You know, and a lot of the games, you know, Kyrie or you know Kyrie or Steph were not guarding the best. Uh, right. 
the best, you know, the primary ball handler, you know, the point guard. I yeah, know. No, I, I mean, just. I mean, who's? I mean, I mean, who's Steph gonna guard anyway? That's a, a top flight point guard in the league. We know we, we don't want to put him on an island out there. Yeah, well, he makes up for it with his offense. Doesn't matter, right? So no, it's just it's just real. It's real interesting. I found that real like you know. I'm just like, dang, that was the 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 towns thing was just like, bro, come on, man. At least like some type of effort. But I agree with you, know. you, Adam. I mean, it was, they were on some like Charlie some Charlie chicken shit stuff. I mean, he would never guard me, so I I've been there. <laughs> come on now. You know, what, my favorite thing to do was guard you. I would just give you that Ben Simmons back up. <laughs> Back everybody, back off. We got Rondo out here. All right. Okay, See, well, right. so I guess that, that comes back from Bruce. That, 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 that's chord equal struck. It was, it, was cr- it was crickets, Chuck. It wasn't working, but continue, continue. Well, yeah, uh, I think that'll about wrap up this episode. Mm-hmm. Episode number eight. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Hopefully you're still listening. We're trying to get better every, each and every time, each and every day. Our audios are trying to get better. We're working out here. We got a budget. We're making things happen. You guys don't know what goes on behind the scenes here at BTST. Mm-hmm. As you know, yeah, we're on, we're on iTunes. Know. I know you guys hear that beat in the background. We're on iTunes now. DJ Reminisce with the beat. Woo! Man, we got to. Yeah, please subscribe to us on iTunes now. We're all finally on iTunes. It was a process to even do that. So, you know, we're slowly, you know. We're not we're not pros, you know. We're, hey. we're average, you know, average junkies. We're balls. To... Oh we're just gosh. average Joes, you know. We're not pros. We're just we're just the ball brothers, man. We're trying to work. Trust the BTST process, please. Stick yes, with us, please. Please, you know, follow us on social media. You know, follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Like us on Facebook. You know, we continue to love. And appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us. And, uh, you know, as always, check out our sponsors. Slide Through Food Truck. Mm-hmm. Man, we got Break Break Bread Inc. We got Re-Kicks. We got Supreme Cuts. You know, thank you to our sponsors. We appreciate you guys. Much appreciated. And you can keep on the lookout. The next couple pods, we're going we're gonna, to uh, have some guests on. We're going to yeah, talk about some overseas saying, life. We, we are. I know no, we keep saying all that shit. I think we're finally gonna make it happen soon. You know, we're getting soon. our audio stuff hooked up, but yeah, we might even do a, a high school pod, uh, high school basketball, and Seattle's kicking off underway. That was a big game tonight. Oh man, hold up! Shout out to UW basketball. Oh, last week, yeah, beating huge, Kansas. Huge win, huge win over Kansas, ranked number two. They should be out of the top twenty-five now because they're. Arizona State, State beat him. knocked them off. Arizona State jumped to number five. Hey, they're undefeated. Yeah, they look good. Trey Bobby Holder. Bobby Trey Holder. I think you yeah, got to yeah, get Bobby guy, Hurley credit. Bobby Hurley credit too. You'd have followed up that big win with the big loss, right? To in-state rival Gonzaga. But hopefully, you know, it to be expected. I know, but that but was still, a big huge win. So win. Shout out to huge win. Shout out to Coach. Hopkins, shout out to you know Jalen Noel and Matisse Thibel. They played well. Just those two? Well, I mean the whole team, but those guys really stood. Nah, I know. That's what happens when you have a game plan. 
That's and you need some coaching, right? <laughs> well, that's where game plans come from. Yeah, they had some inbounds plays. Saw them. All right. Well, everyone out there, we're going to be signing off. Um, you know, like we said, follow us, ladies, follow us, and Bruce might follow you back. Oh my so gosh! He'll be lurking. He'll be lurking for the female followers. <laughs> Come find me. Come find me. Come find me. But all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Episode nine coming to uh, some headphones near you next week. And uh, and we're signing off. See you guys next week. Enjoy the enjoy the sounds. DJ Reminisce. Thank you. Oh.